Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Okay, welcome to Vicarious Living. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome, Pat. Hello. Welcome, Nat. Hi. Pat and Nat. Yeah. How are you? Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) Are you excited to be on the podcast, Natalie? Very. It's finally happening. Finally. We're getting the set. Yeah. Oh, the set. Yeah, we are. We're not going to mention who Natalie's husband is because he did not mention her the entire time he was on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So what should we call him tonight? So we make sure we don't mention his name. Voldemort. Oh, good. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we should say that, though. Cool. Yeah, right. You could. He goes by several names. So, so you, you can... say he who should not be named? Yeah. Okay. So say that. he who should not be named is also the father of your two children. That's right. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Natalie's here. Um... Real, so let's just describe Natalie really quick, Pat. Goes real far back with you. Yes, me and Natalie went to the same grade school together. That's right. Mm. So, I don't know, can you count them? 20 years? Probably. 20 years? 20 years. What was Natalie like younger? What was she like? Mm. Just a normal, Nat- really uh, smart Natalie. I would say Natalie was one of the cool girls. But she was cooler than the cool girls. Stop. She Pat. was like, stop. Wow. Like, yeah. Stop right now. Wow. That is not I mean, at all I'm true. Not even, I'm not even blowing smoke. No, you're blowing so much smoke. He is. <laughs> that is. That is. That cannot be true. No, she would. Uh, we would all try and hang out with Natalie because she would tell us like interesting insights into what was happening in girl world. So you're like the bridge between <clears throat> us seventh grade boys. And, like, all the other girls in our world. Yeah, I mean, communicator might be... <laughs> no, I would say this. How's I that would, sound? Is that uh, No, is I that love accurate? that because I won't get into all the weeds of it, but I will just say that we definitely bounced some ideas off you. I met you in either late grade school or early high school. And back then, I know I was a fucking idiot with the ladies. <laughs> and I would come to you a lot with, like... Just to bounce ideas. Like, does this make sense? Should I say this? Should I do this? Right, right, right. And you were always very helpful with like... No, don't do anything. Don't do that, <laughs> you idiot. Don't... What? Whatever That's your, your first thought is. is. Not, I was, I was, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So it was always super helpful having that bridge to gap like full idiocy into like being a decent dude. Not, yeah. I would say Natalie's always kept it real and it has been a bit of a mentor to these two podcasts. OMG, oh, yeah. I can't Our even pussy right mentor. Now. No, don't say that, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. That's disgusting. She's That's a mother. Actually really... She's a mother of two, Pat. You can't yeah. say that. Um, okay, so <laughs> housekeeping, real quick, Pat, give our shit. Vicarious Living Pod at Gmail and Vicarious Living Podcast on Instagram. So, um, Natalie, you had some great feedback from Lauren, who was our guest last week. Yeah. Sent me a text. You said, one, Lauren's your spirit animal. Yeah. 
I already texted her that because that was like the greatest compliment I think I, anyone's ever received. I have a really, really big crush on her. She says it like it is. She says it like it is. She was like, I'm... I think the word bitch is making a comeback in a positive way. Mm. Oh, you guys are taking it back? Oh, yeah. The oh, ownership of it is is now amongst herself. And we're like... I, I just... I like But can it. you use it? Can only girls use it? Like, no. can only girls use it with other girls? Or can I say, like, to other, like, girls? You're being No, you bitch. can say it. Can yeah. I say it to girls? I know I no, can say it okay. to guys. So here's I feel the like thing. BD had it as a negative connotation. Exactly. Right you you're can't... saying you bring it back yes, as a positive. Yes, you're right. Oh, Pat's got endearing, it right. Pat's an endearing got it right. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you also agreed with me, and I felt very fucking good about this. And I just want to say, before we get into, like, the full show tonight, that... Um, Natalie said she agreed that Jettas do smell like crayons, <laughs> and I actually got a text from someone else that said, dude, you're right, Jettas, oh, those old Jettas do smell like fucking crayons. I had one, and they did. Shit. Well, I'm glad you got some feedback on that, because in the moment, I thought you were going insane. I got fucking shredded in the moment, but I knew there was a car that, like, whenever I got in, it smelled like fucking crayons. So, fuck you and fuck Lauren were saying that that wasn't true and making me feel like I had a Maybe stroke. it's one of those things where just like half the population like has certain smell perceptors or something. Oh, dude, I have and a really it manifests itself in cramps. I have a really sensitive nose. I do too. I've learned. Can I you smell too. me right now? Yeah. What's it like? It smells like AIDS. <laughs> do you have it? I should get checked out now. <laughs> I feel like now that I... Well, you smelled it on me. You should probably go get scanned. <laughs> scanned. Okay, yeah, Natalie. It's a blood test. Let's get. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Natalie. Here we go. Intro song for Natalie as we get into some intro questions for her. Here it is. People sing around. people gather people jump Tell you what, uh, my Mag D, my sister, core core listener for us, is gonna fucking love that you chose this song. Let me just say, Mag D, your sister, is another one of my faves. Oh really? Yeah. She's a heavy listener. What do you want to tell her? She's listening right now. I want to tell her like. So. Yeah, and I think her whole engagement was a dream. Oh really? Yeah. In Ireland. Yeah. 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 That's written for Where the Wicklow Mountains are. Big time sponsor for this podcast. He did it. And congratulations. Yeah. I'll let her know, belatedly. Well, you, I mean, (laughs) I haven't spoken to her in a bit. No, no, I'll let her know. In a minute. I've lost all my notes now. This is what happens. Are they in there? Don't worry, I've got like 30 pages of notes. All right, See, the, just, usually just the way it goes... Be Natalie, present in the conversation. Natalie, look, this is, this is kind it's of how... I kept pulling I've it got up. like maybe seven things written down. Yeah, I have and, seven pages. And he, Don't I, worry, I got it. <laughs> okay. Um, in our pre-production meeting, in our pre-production meeting this week, I did get together with Pat and I asked him to put together some questions for Natalie. <laughs> he put together one, I put together six. So... Once again, BD is a huge practice hero. <laughs> you have like, how many pages of notes? I don't know. Should we get into this? Sure. I'll give three. You give one. I'll give three more. It'll <laughs> balance out. Yeah. Okay, Natalie. I got a couple would you rathers. Actually, these are not from me. I only have four. My wife, Anna, has two. So, so you had help. 
Yeah. I okay. Some help. So two you have help too. <laughs> <laughs> two. As if Whitney has no. <laughs> Enter God. Whitney. She does yeah. a great job behind the scenes. I know. I love her. <clears throat> okay. Two would you rather's from Anna. First one, Natalie. Would you rather, and again, a lot of these are going to have a sexual undertone for them because I like to ask girls like about their, like if they want to have sex with these Laguna Beach characters. Well, I don't think that there's any conversation you and I have had that hasn't had a sexual undertone. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Same here with me and BD. Yeah, God. <laughs> I feel like the we sexual can... tension in this room right now, you could fucking cut it with us, Ben. Well, I wasn't suggesting you and I had one. I was suggesting that that's what you and I both enjoy talking about. <laughs> you could say you could cut the sexual tension in this room with one of the three samurai swords that you currently have right. in this room, which is your guest bed. And that Natalie has on her back right now because she <laughs> took one of them and holstered it on her back. Okay, yeah. Natalie, question one. Yeah. Would you rather have sex with Dieter with those fucked up eyebrows mm-hmm. or listen, you're a big reader. Yeah. Listen to an entire book on tape narrated by Kristen Cavalieri. So sex with Dieter, that's full sex. I can't have full sex. He complete to completion. To completion, can't have full sex with that man. So you would rather listen to a book. One of the main characters is named Steven. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Again, you said I'm a big reader. I like reading. I like listening to shit. So yeah, that's an easy answer for me. Okay, that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second, would you rather? I'll burn through these quick. Would you rather have grown up in 04 like when we did and like the Laguna Beach kids did <laughs> yeah. or grow up in 2019? No. No on the 2019? Yeah. Why is that? Mm. Social media, bullying? Yeah, 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 I guess. I mean, everybody was still bullied when we were little. Yeah, but you didn't the best see way, it as The much. best way I've ever heard it described is a girl <clears throat> currently, like bullying now is... Like somebody has a party and then every and doesn't invite somebody and then everybody Snapchats about the party and they're sitting at home knowing they didn't. I feel like that shit didn't happen with us. Like we were protected by living in the past from that horror show. Yeah, but that wouldn't I mean, I knew I knew that girls were getting together. They didn't invite me into stuff. But were you seeing all the fun times they were having? Yeah, and like HD video on your phone. No, you're right. It wasn't it wasn't real time, but they would like talk about it or there'd be aim conversations about it. Oh god, I miss aim. Right. I did so much damage on aim. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh yeah, no, I mean I think there is the when we grew up is the best choice. Okay. Last question I'll kick it over to Pat would be <clears throat> explain what it's like for these two podcasters Wendy Pipes here sitting in the VL podcast studio mm-hmm. explain what it's like to read a sex scene in a novel mm. and actually be like turned on by it god Real that quick. happens all the time to me <laughs> I know so context <laughs> Pat and I we're dudes we're visual guys As oh you so know, you're not turned on by any of the shit you and I have mutually read no like in all those Fuck, books we're really? reading really I, it makes my stomach hurt reading, like, a what? verbal sex scene. It makes my stomach hurt. Beauty's you know? a bit of a prude. Do you like that? Wait, and what? Well, I do audiobooks. Explain what it's like for ladies. <laughs> yeah. What is it like when you read it and actually are into it? 
it's so much easier for me to put in my own context. Whereas if I'm looking at it, I can't fit myself in the scene. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not a, I don't look or act or feel like a porn star. And so if I'm reading so, it, yeah, it's I've, so much easier for me to, for me to go, yeah, but like been in something similar to this and I can just dive right in and. So you, you can visualize it more when you're not like physically being interrupted by the visual of seeing it. Right, right. You're just picturing yourself in the Scottish Highlands. Fuck yes. On a belt made of, pel- like a bed made of pelts. Yes, and- only pelts. <laughs> no one's wearing anything else. Everybody stinks. <laughs> yeah, are you imagining the what, smell in the sky? I think what BD, what BD, what you're talking about, I'm sorry for leaving you on an island. Yeah, that free. was the worst yes, that was the worst yes and of all time. Um, I was, I was reading the room and giving Natalie a, a life preserver. I'm going to back mm-hmm. off my calling you a prude and get on board with you. I think what you're saying is that you're reading this and you read the word throbbing. And it makes my stomach And hurt. you're just like, either that's kind of funny or it's just awkward to read. Or they'll be Whereas, like, and then he thrust himself and erupted inside of her like the waves cascading on the mountainside. And it, you're just like... Is that the dick going in the vagina? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, yeah, I'd be getting. Was, was that a full. He I got lost ejaculated? In, I'm I got not lost sure. in the metaphor. I was picturing like a planet Earth scene. I'm not sure. Are the waves his. Here's the thing, BD. Don't get hung up on, on the words. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 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 Creative, All right. Now I'm back on Natalie's side. Person, as a creative person, you got to move past the way. That he or she, the writer, describes the scene. Yeah. And you have to go, what would it feel like if I were right there? And then that's why chicks are yeah, like, the smell. <laughs> Sounds like the smell would suck. In the okay. Scottish Highlands? First of all, we're talking about Outlander series. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's more than anything, it's an amazing thought experiment. And I'm, I'm for it in that intellectual way and it just so happens to have amazing sex. I feel like maybe maybe a book could latch onto a sexual <clears throat> detail that kind of gets stuck in your mind whereas like just a sex scene in a movie is I mean fair handed I don't really get turned on in sex scenes in movies either yeah soft core <laughs> <laughs> wake me up when it's not <laughs> the fuck I mean there's I no guess, full penetration. I guess, I guess that's just a difference, a, a, yeah. a vital difference between men and women. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I like, I think you're spot on with there's, you connect with it more when you see the words written on the page and because you're not as visual. Yeah. And I feel like dudes are just much more visual. Yeah. Where you have to see it. Our brains must be so underdeveloped that we have to physically see it to be able to imagine what it's like. Well, if I look at a woman in a porn and I go, I don't look anything like her. How can I imagine that man having sex with me in the vigor and with the energy he's putting forth? Mandingo? Are you talking about Mandingo? Sure. I don't know what that means. I wonder if they do uh, female POV. (laughs) I haven't Googled it if that's what you're asking. (laughs) Okay. okay. I, might, I might have to do some research and see you if that exists. Try just... it out. 
several several websites that are directed for females. Oh really? You need to. I'll send you the link. Okay. Is there is there POV? We uh. Not no. There isn't POV in the list of. Well, um, send the link to vicariouslypod <laughs> at gmail.com yeah. or just uh, DM us on Instagram. Slide into those DMs. Okay, let's get through the rest of these questions, then we'll get into Laguna Beach. <laughs> Pat, what was your question? All right, so mine is uh, not a would you rather, um, but it does have to do with these reality shows we're watching. Mm-hmm. So Laguna Beach, Friday Night Lights to a point, and... The OC, a lot of, I'd say, 75% of the show is the interrelationship dynamics with mm-hmm. these high school kids. Yeah. Like um, dating and all that kind of stuff. As me and BD have described on the podcast and you have witnessed in real life. Yeah. <laughs> not much actioning <laughs> happening. Yeah, Natalie lived the, the when we were few in, action moments. When we, were, <laughs> when we were in high school watching these shows, yeah. the dynamics going on in these relationships was about as foreign to me as having an infinity pool in my backyard <laughs> so like the whole thing like being in a fight with First your boyfriend all, Pat, your backyard is fantastic don't diss oh, it's great it's <laughs> that's great we didn't have a pool though there's no cliff <laughs> shout out mom and dad no disrespect to your backyard yeah. There's no way your mom and dad are listening, but your sister. Especially not after that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, mom. No, you gotta fast forward through all the uh, POV female porn stuff, and then it's there. So my question is, um, when when I was watching this, I was so far away from like like watching two people, whether they're actors or whether it's Chris and Steven, getting in like a relationship fight. Yeah. Like I couldn't relate to it at all. But I liked watching it because I was like, oh, that's what it would be like. Uh-huh. So you were more in the mix. Like, as, it, as as I had a boyfriend. Yes, yeah. you had a boyfriend. He who, he who should not be named. Let's not name his name. <laughs> so clearly things worked out. Yeah, they did. But when you were watching this, were you able to like relate with yeah, what was actually happening in the sure. show on that level? Yeah. And like be like, oh yeah, they're doing that thing that we that we did. Well, there's some. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have some clips too to get into where I. It will be good to get Natalie's perspective because yeah, she's actually lived through some of this, like the oh my boyfriend's going off to college, different schools and yeah. stuff like that, where we saw Stephen and Kristen go through that. You and I, no issue there. <laughs> You just kind of went off the college. <laughs> you just kind of went. Nobody, by to anyone. nobody minded that I was going off to college. So you didn't have a caravan of people just no. like coming through the house. So like when I was watching these, and and um, uh, my question is kind of vague, but like when they're when there's two characters watching a movie eating popcorn, mm-hmm. like a boy and a girl. Did I was it just resonate? Watching, Did it like, resonate yeah. with you? Strike a chord to where when we're watching it, we're living vicariously through it. When you're watching it, you're actually going. Oh my God, that I'm I'm living through that. I went through that. Yeah. Yes. That's. That's a yes, Pat. That's that's a yes. We got a yes. We got a yes. No, no, no need to elaborate. That's a yes. Okay, moving on. Quietly, this microphone's on. It's on. Heat him up. It's on. Heat him up. Okay. Good thing I've got six questions here for Natalie. We'll just keep rolling. Uh, Pat, that was a great question. Thank you. Great <laughs> question, Pat. Great one question. I'm, I'm glad you, you blew your wad on that one. Natalie, question for you. You yeah. mentioned during the show, um, Kristen, you said, 
quote, yeah. Kristen is more attractive now, yeah. i.e. very Cavallari days, mid-30s, after two or three, I think two kids, three kids. She's more attractive now than she was at 17 and a half on Laguna Beach. 110%. That's wow. accurate. And your wife agrees. I just, that, that blew my mind that you're staring down the barrel of a, again, we're grandfathered in. We're grandfathered She's two years in. older than it's us. It's fine. It's fine. You're Everybody staring, settle down. Everyone settle it's down. Fine. Everyone settle down. Kids, settle down. Natalie, settle down. <laughs> you're staring down the barrel of a smoking hot 17 and a half year old that we're grandfathered no. in with. She's not smoking hot. What, what's more attractive with her now? She's like oh all anorexic now. I mean, I mean the weight of it, yeah, sure. She she has a little bit more of a baby face, meaning that she's got a little more like But her whole body like now when you see her, her whole body it's stick thin. It looks like she literally is anorexic. And you just like the you just like the suppleness of mm. 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's getting at. I think that's what he's saying. Then again, we're grandfathered in. We're so. grandfathered in. That supple word there that made my stomach hurt when I Natalie mean... said it, we're okay. Hey, we're she, okay. Just to reiterate, when she was supple and 17, we were... Supple and 16. 16 and super supple. I we were so I supple, really dude. Supple. We no. were so no, supple no, no, back yeah. then. God, the acne on my face really brought out the suppleness, too. Mm-hmm. I think it really just made it come through. Here's the thing about Kristen now. First of all, agree. She's she's probably a little too thin, especially with the real life standards of America. Yeah. But but there's something about her that just like is very devil may care. She's got a little bit of like an attitude that she had then. She always but has it's that. even more pronounced now that she is married, owns her own business, has three kids. Oh, it's very like I see. sexy in a way that you can't have as a child. I see what you're saying. So you're taking the <clears throat> attitude. So I what that's another but great thing. But I do thing. think her face is even prettier. Her face is prettier now. Well, that's a plastic surgery. <laughs> so I guess that accounts for the face thing. So on your first point, the reason on your first point where I do think it's interesting, though, is because, again, wiring between girls and guys, you're going, oh, right now, boss lady, making money, millionaire, Mm-hmm. And she's like in charge. Oh, fucking this is her. Owns. This is her necklace. I'm wearing her. Oh, you wearing uh, uh, specific yeah, uncommon, for the James. uncommon James? No, I wear it all the time. There you go. Yeah, I've got a, a boss lady couple. in charge, Kristen Cavalier. If you want to sponsor the pod, <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. we already have a sponsor. <laughs> You're right. You, you know what? Well, let's just give them one. now. You let's give them now because I don't. I don't have a MCITW this week. Because, anyways. Our sponsor is not you, Uncommon James. We never want you as a fucking sponsor. We have a sponsor. It's the aforementioned Maggie's fucking husband, Wicklowware. W-I-C-K-L-O-W. Where? Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear at Wicklowware.com. Type in the promo code VL. Check out. Get 10% off your order. We have shirts. $30. Swag. We don't want Uncommon James no. as a sponsor. Fuck you, Uncommon James. Sorry I brought it up. Natalie. <laughs> Last one. Okay. Slut shaming. Oh, God, yes. You... I have to get your input on this. So, no. No, no. We have to get your <laughs> input on this. Because Pat and I already lightly... We've stumbled on... through a lot of input. Yeah. I know, and I listen to it. On extras. And I, I appreciate the stumbling comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. 
We did our best. We did our best. No, you did. You did a great job. I'm really proud of you. Okay, so Natalie, I would love to get your take because we went through it and we're like, okay, obviously you can't in 2019. You cannot slut shame like that. You know, points off for Steven. Points off for Steven. (laughs) Points off. But in 04. I know, you made this distinction last time. When you see that... I'm going to move away from that distinction. But let me ask you a question. In 04, did that ring true to you? When you saw that, it really did? Yes. Explain where you stand on it. I mean, I I hear you in in the decades, there's a difference. But it doesn't sting any less hearing it in 04 than it did in 2019 and let me just say this i think and and this goes back to a song i think we were all big fans of oh let's put it in here but the point is is that you want both of us right you want both in your woman or right. at the time, maybe we were younger, in your girl. You you want a girl that is, you know, really sweet and nice, and you can introduce her to your mom, but you also want, you want a slut to be with. You're not against having a girl that's like, acts, you know, a little bit more promiscuous. sexual, promiscuous, you know? So it's kind of like... You, there's always been this double standard, and I'm curious about the whole slut-shaming thing from your end because you still want both things. So, not our end, because we didn't slut-shame. I'm just <laughs> generally saying That was Steven. That was Steven. I'm he looking at you as... Why are you blaming us? <laughs> okay, so... On, he did it in 04, and we commented <laughs> on it. Yeah, we don't slut-shame, although no, we I did say I'm it a couple assuming, times. I'm assuming that all men want both of those things so i agree with you in in the sense of going back to that song you don't want a girl who is a morgan who like you start dating them and then you're trying to get intimate with them and then all of a sudden it's like you're always getting a roadblock and it's like you're just kissing her and it's no no we're done so yes i don't know if i'd go as far as say you want a freak like i don't really want a freak do you <laughs> Do you want to get a sex swing out, Pat? I own a sex swing. What? Oh, yeah. I guess wrong audience. Yeah, I know you. you no, do. I have a but sex But that's just swing. for you. You own the sex swing for you. Uh, I thought you just did that by yourself. You didn't use that. With... Whitney doesn't know about it. Right. I just put it up when she's out. That's a bait and switch. That's and a, once we're myself. married, once you're legally attached to me, exactly. I pull out the sex swing. So one month from now, I'm right. going to... I'm just going to mount it permanently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Obviously. I won't say anything about it. It should no. just see it one day and mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah. What yeah. does she think the holes on the ceiling are for currently right now? <laughs> uh, like hanging flower pots. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, Natalie, I I think that. It's not like I You go... don't know what to do because it's like, do you, it seems like you want that at times, but then you're yelling slut to me. Right. When I do it. It's very hypocritical in my head for any man to say what he said to Kristen. And but it, I think the general consensus is that men want that behavior. But do you but she was he said that to her because she was they were dating and he was <clears throat> she was making out with another guy right in front of sure, him. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. So I like get, I don't I get, agree with the slut shaming if everyone is single 
And you're, you know, if this is what we saw with Tyra with Friday Night Lights. If everyone's single and Tyra wants to go hook up with whoever, go do it. But Kristen was in a relationship with Steven. He wasn't hooking up with other girls. So the fact that she's hooking up with other guys and doing it in front of him, yes, slut might not be the right word, but like, uh, horrible human being bitch, can we, should he no. have said that? Because... Yeah, I think she was just cheating on. I it. think the scenario here in the slut shaming situation, I don't want to say is warranted, but I do agree with you in that her behavior was not what you want in an exclusive. I wish she just yes. I just wish she didn't use the term slut because slut has all this negative connotation to it now. And and if he would have just said like something about bitch or whatever because she was cheating on him in front of him, dude, we're taking bitch back. So yeah, sorry, I just want to let you know. What can I? We what, don't have that. What, okay, you, let, then he, you tell the Stephen would have gotten on that bar and said, Kristen, you're being a mean person right now, and I don't like you. Natalie, what's and the then, word he can use? What I would mean, you have what's said? What's the equivalent? You could use not my can, go-to for well, a yeah. man. Do, is no, dick or asshole. I was gonna so say whatever. asshole. I feel asshole. like asshole is a is a right down the middle, non gender. Voldemort specific. is an asshole on, and not he is actually an asshole. But I no, say you can it. say it. You can I say, say it. that he is no. every other day. Right. But I'm also only three months postpartum. Mm-hmm. So which you're still in the you, window of you know. You can do whatever you want. Right. I want. Well, I mean, my hormones are take just, advantage. Your I'm hormone, breastfeeding. Your hormones are calling. Them so how asshole. often in your post. Pardon. Pardon. Mm-hmm. Pardon. Mm-hmm. How often have you called Ben a slut? Never once. Because shit. No. How often have you called he who must not be named a slut? Never once in our twenty-five well, year relationship. You should because free reign. Let me just say it neither applies figuratively or literally, okay. so I can't. He's not hooking up with other girls. I can't make it work. Wow, what a prude. <laughs> I feel like with that, with the Steven thing, waters were muddied because she was betraying him. He should have just called her an asshole, and then everybody would be like, yeah, Steven, she's being an asshole. She's Agreed. being terrible to you. But what you were saying with, like, more we general. can't have it. We can, yeah, more general. I'll totally have that conversation because yes. it, it's like a girl can't, like, show up, like, wearing a really skimpy bikini Right. And then, oh, like, people, like, guys are being like, oh, my God, did you see her with that bikini? Because it's, like, at the same time, like, we like bikinis. And, like, it's exciting. Is... But you can't be like. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's where I'm headed. So it's either that's... pick it's either pick a lane. It's, like, same. celebrate yes. her for wearing that bikini. Right. Or uh, <laughs> just go the other way and be like, we don't associate with that kind of behavior and we're going to go over here right. and, and our and women will be show with their your ankles. Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. be with their Morgan. No, I think that's, that's the best way to sum it up. And I think we're all on that same page because it's like that word, I wish you just wouldn't have said that word because it brings all that other fucking connotation into it where yeah. his example with the bikini, whereas if we just looked at it, you take that word out of the equation. She's 1000% in the wrong in that scene. Sure. 1000%. And then Steven, I mean, fuck up by Steven. Because yeah, he, yeah, he, he could have really not said that word and everyone would have blamed her. But now he's forever the guy. He's a meme. But he was hurt. Slut. He was hurt. I mean. Yeah, he was hurt and he was blacked out. And he was a baby. He's a baby boy. Yeah. No I packs. mean, just, just, just want to bring it back to the fact that these are children. We're watching. <laughs> no, we don't focus on that. We don't focus on that. We, we treat them like they're full. Just... 
Got it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. I know, Pat, you don't have any other questions, so why don't we just get into Laguna Beach? Get into the Let's Abbey? transition. All right. Let me pull up my notes. Let's do this. I... I want to first play a clip. Um, I thought this was really interesting, and we just bashed Stephen a lot, but I don't want to completely bash him and judge him on that one scene because, again, we love Stephen. He was blacked out. You guys are a fan of Stephen. We this love Stephen. Well, this pod's a fan of Stephen. Yeah. So well, here's a, the show is Stephen. It's the, like Stephen Beach. It's Stephen. <laughs> Stephen Beach. <laughs> Stephen Beach. Okay, so let's play. And that's a clip. not us. That's the producers of the show decided <laughs> that they were filming Stephen Beach. Yeah, let's play a clip of uh, a real interesting scene with Stephen and Elsie. This episode, episode eleven, the last one that we're gonna do, starts off Elsie and Stephen on a beach, and they're just kind of like reminiscing. And so when Stephen gets back from his surf, you know, sandy, sandy hair, mm-hmm. uh, he says this to Elsie. What's up, Elsie? How are you? You need a tan. You go, ow, ow. I'm fine. I don't know. I remember all the way back to first grade. These two podcasters <laughs> yeah. sitting here in this yeah. podcast studio. Yeah. We're fans of Mystery's work in a little book called The Game. Don't, Steven, don't, don't lump me in with that. We are both fans. <laughs> don't don't lump me in with fans. that. And... He did a little thing called a net. BD once forcefully read a chapter of that book to me out loud. Tell me more. That's that's what okay. I it's this guy who wrote this book in like probably a four range, <laughs> and it's this guy who called himself Mystery, and he wrote this entire book on how to successfully pick up girls. <clears throat> I'll actually give it to you. Have you I'll heard about this you. at all? I've heard of negging, but I haven't heard it. He's this. the guy who like derived from a yes. Novel. It's this. It's this guy who. He was always ugly his whole life growing up and um, never got any chicks ever. And then he just like literally like went full on, studied it and like did the research. I don't know what that entails, but he did it. And he found out like all these different things that like really, really work with like picking up girls who are way out of his league. And so much of it sounds so outlandish. And I know Pat's like shooting it down right now, but like a lot of it is really fucking kind of true Did at you times. Read it? No, cover I just cover. Uh, I just kind of like read one chapter to me out loud. Yeah. Oh, and that was so one of them is all we one of them that's is all we one of them is nagging though, and that's what Stephen did in that scene. Is he's like with Elsie, he's clearly like you know there's a little flirt going on, and he kind of says like you need a tan, but when he yeah. says it, he kind of like touches her like it's like a. Like a wink and a touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little joke, and then there's yeah. some sensual touching a little bit. Get the, uh, How get many it going. times did they touch each other? Once. <laughs> Anyways, point is. Baby, get off of Natalie right now. <laughs> Let me climb off of her. Point is this I really genuinely feel like that works. As much as. Fuck that. No? Not in 2019. <laughs> You're into a dude and he kind of like, he doesn't like slam you hard, but he kind of just like jabs you a little bit. I prefer a slam hard than I would a jab. So you don't, you don't treat it as like, oh, I need to. That was, that was, that was a joke, fellas. Oh, sorry. Damn it. I didn't catch that. Sorry. I'll edit that. Bring it in. I'll edit that so it's funny. Um, so you don't like when a guy, if a guy gives you a little razz, 
it's not like, oh man, this is, this guy's like making me work a little bit. Like it's a challenge. Like for me to get him is kind of a challenge. Guys, I'm in a season in my life where I'm not. Yeah, maybe it's just wrong season. That's true. (laughs) It's the wrong (laughs) season. Okay. (laughs) Shit. But all right, to Beatty, to your point. If you have, if you have a young woman or a woman who might not be... Put yourself in Elsie's shoes. You're sitting on the beach. You like Steven. this guy. You've, you have a crush okay, on him. Okay. He's fresh to, off okay. of serving. He's got the Davines in his hair. Caveat, Natalie. Mm. This is vicarious living. You I hear can't, you. You can't view this through like our stage right now in life. No, I have You got to view this towards, yeah, you're LC on the beach. Steven just, he just got off the survey. He's in his wetsuit. Okay, now go. You've been watching him surf. All right. And he comes up and he's just like, hey, LC, how you doing? And you're tan. Like, LC in the scene is super tan, looking extremely good. (laughs) Right. And he just goes. BLC now, go. (laughs) BLC. And he says, hey, you need a tan. And he nudges her. Right. All of this description. And she's thinking, <laughs> gonna make me- Steven's no- Steven right. is noticing my skin. I'm like, <laughs> Right. Okay, so here's, like- here's the difference between me and Elsie. Elsie did a thing right after Steven said that. Yeah. Minutes, maybe seconds afterward, where she hit him, and then they were doing that whole touching thing yep. that you yep. alluded to heavily. Yep. <laughs> I'll cut that and down. She- that sounds less creepy. Don't worry. <laughs> and she... Does this thing where she smiles and sticks her tongue out. Oh, I God. It. I noticed that. Damn yeah. it. And that has never, ever been me. Oh, uh, I was in just going to say, because I just got so turned on when <laughs> we were describing it. But... No, that is that is the definition of, a, of, of trying to be alluring. That's, it's playful. That's, it's like, no, that is a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheet. Lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. That is the, that's the quintessential attempt of a young woman to say, hey, I'm fun and so, friendly, but I'm also going to stick my tongue in places. So that- would you say girl next door? She has a very girl next door vibe. Can we just say that then? Sure. We can say that. I love girl Beatty. next door vibe. Wait, are you just patronizing me yes damn it <laughs> you're not no. an lc okay so two questions one I'm not an LC. you're not an lc fan no. which is it's interesting because anyone who watches this most people side with lc she became really? the really famous one from yeah. the show i she's would like argue that she's the protagonist <clears throat> of the show she, she's the narrator of the show the whole show was built around her and steven essentially and kristen those three but she's the narrator. She's the protagonist. Everyone rooted for her and Steven to get together and him to, to break up with Kristen. And she had a whole spinoff called The Hills, which was way bigger than Laguna Beach. I came from this. So mm-hmm. most people root for her. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not rooting against her. Does well, it sound like are. I am? <laughs> you kind of are. Yeah, no, but a... what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that she, she isn't coming into her own yet. She's Not yet. Not yet. She she's not in she's not in the space in which she feels confident. So she's lit- this entire season, this entire show is her balancing on a not yet a girl, almost a woman type Britney Spears vibe. Crossroads. Oh, yes. nice. I like the Britney Spears metaphor. So this scene in particular was like a little microcosm. Yes. You saw her being like. She's not in control of herself yes. yet. She doesn't own herself and all of her like 
eventually she becomes a millionaire. Right. And like, but she's a not mogul, there yet. She's still say. the girl who like mm-hmm. gets nervous and like blushes when the guy she likes like gives her a negative comment. Right. And she, but she's also trying, she attempts to be forceful and owning it in the push and in the, in the, as BD would say, the touching. She pushes him back like hard, right? Like hard, hard. But I just I like well, any... Stephen weighs like 90, yeah, 90 pounds, crazy. so I like anything that just gets the touching going because it. <laughs> you're hearing touching and you're taking it as like a weird sexual thing. I'm saying like it keeps the like vibe there. Beauty vibe the... on me. Go ahead and give me like, like a playful shot like this. Like if I'm yeah. sitting here like constantly like. Dude, you crazy guy. Do you see how P's not touching you? (laughs) (laughs) You crazy guy. I shake his pack a little bit. Pat, 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 so uncomfortable with this. With literally, like, he doesn't get it. He doesn't know the whole nagging and and mystery game like I do. I read the book cover to cover. Pat, the symbolism where you're like. I've never seen Pat get more uncomfortable than when I just touched him. All right, I'm a toucher, I guess. I'm a toucher and a feeler. Um, So can we say Steven in 2019, he doesn't work in 2019. This goes back to, I mean, we could talk for hours about my feelings towards this, especially because I have two boys. I don't want to make it seem like Steven's a bad guy because he's a kid. We love him. He's, he's just figuring it out. Not yet a man, not a boy, that whole Britney Spears thing as right, well. Not, I'm not, I'm not, not putting him out of, of that of the of characters, that discovery. Of the characters <clears throat> in this show, and if you can't think of anybody in this show, and Friday Night Lights or OC, who would you don't. most like your boys to grow don't. up to be? <laughs> yeah, don't do this to her, dude. Oh my god. Talon? I want my sons to be so just Full the wokus sweeties. Just like you two. Well nice. We you found that. your way out of it. <laughs> you found your way out of that corner by giving us a compliment. Which one's okay. gonna be the creepy toucher like me? <laughs> the older one. <laughs> okay, so alright, let's get off of that. Um, next one. Oh yeah, I wrote down smile with tongue gross. I can't, I just, I can't believe you said that because I see those little things like that Mm -hmm. and they just like that playfulness that, because it's clear, you don't do that with just friends. That little tongue thing. Yeah. It's, it's not like a, you stick your tongue out or a wink or whatever. Like if it's done subtly in a specific way, that to me just says again with the touching, it's like a. There's something. There's something going on here. Agree. No, that's and I like that. I like undeniable. I'm not. I'm not in disagreement with that at all. I just we love those. I I think we usually love those moments where it's like I'm with you. We 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 like the we like the very subtle stuff. Yeah. And this show, we can never tell if they're fully just making it up with the edit or not. Right. Like the OC will do it. Like we do is saying there'll be like one little moment, one little look where you're like, oh. Does she like him? Yeah, so when Is I say touching, her? it's like a touch or a look or a tongue stick out like that where you're like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I saw that. Did you guys see that? Because she yeah. is totally into him now. And that's what, and that's what, I'm, I'm going to say the word that I don't want you to be upset about, but this is the way I feel. That's what childhood is. It's the whole. Well, that's why we have a vicarious out. living podcast on the teens. I know. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I was. Negging you in the child oh, I see. part. I see. 
But when you're figuring it out and when you're doing those, you're, you're, you're literally throwing out the feelers the whole time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what you guys did. That I mean, like that, like it's not you guys. No, like, us, but us, I mean, yeah, like mm-hmm. when you no, when you're growing up and you're like talking with people, yeah, you know that you may or may not like. Yeah, you're just constantly just like, let me see. I'm gonna throw this against the wall and see what where it lands. We love that stuff. Yeah, and I think everybody can identify with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not in disagreement with the loving of it as a viewer, but as a Woman, it's harder right. to swallow the okay. tongue. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get off of Elsie's tongue. Um, <laughs> how glad, next subject, how glad was everyone in the surf shop when Stephen finally fucking left? I'm going to go out His on a limb. last day. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say Stephen wasn't a great employee. Like, yeah. I'm just imagining Stephen in the stock room. Well, the reason I ask is because, as we've documented on this podcast, every time they show the surf shop, it's just Steven droning on about his girl troubles. And you can just tell all of his employees who are like mid-20s, 30s are just like, dude, kid, shut the fuck up. And so I just took it as when he was having his last day. He was going and was like, dude, we're so sad to see you go, man. San Francisco say that. All right, see ya. And they're all just like, God, thank God, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You could tell he wasn't into the job by the way he was chewing his gum in such, like, he was literally like, yeah. Like, I'm like fucking ready to go. It made it seem like he was, this was a joke. Just seemed like he was like done. Not in, yeah. I'm done with this. Bye. <laughs> no? No, I, I agree. I I think he was done with it, and I think they were done with him. And I'm, I'm just so glad that I have pictures in that surf shop or outside of that surf shop to commemorate yeah. how much he hated that fucking experience. Okay, so he had his last day. Then they go... Okay, so then they go and do, like, a bonfire because it's the last, like, hurrah. It's the yeah. last hang. And... I think we all had these when we were leaving, like, to go to college. You have these, like, last hangouts where they're sad as fuck. Like, yeah. I was thinking of this. Do you remember when you would, like, when those hangouts were happening and hangout by hangout, week by week, just the, all of a sudden, like, half of the people wouldn't be there? Just and so it would just sad. be like, oh, shit, and now it's only us five. And, like, where is... Where's Tom? Where's like? I guess he's maybe. Hopefully, I see him again. I don't right. know. No, and Natalie even commented when we were watching that about like the voicemail to Trey mm-hmm. because that I feel like that was pretty realistic. That yeah. was that rang so true for all of us. Have those moments? Yeah. Right? yeah, it would be like, all right, this is the weekend that the Ohio State guys go away, yeah. and then like we're gonna have a, a hang. I won't call it a party. But there'll be like some get together, and then like all of a sudden, like that whole entire you knock all the Ohio State guys off yeah. the chessboard, and it's like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, who's next week? Dayton also- kids. All right, <laughs> so Dayton kids, kids going next week. Dayton kids are going next week. Shit. All right. It just also made me think of like voicemails, dude. Like, yeah, I thought that too. No one's leaving them anymore. No one. And and no one's spending the time going. Everybody say hi to Trey. 
There's so much sexual touching and tongue sticking out happening over here. Everybody's tongues are out, Trey. Everyone's tongues are out. <laughs> Only Pat and Beatty are noticing them. <laughs> but Natalie's not into it. Natalie's not into it. I do remember, I like, the only thing I think of when I think of voicemails now, though, is um, the only one I know in my life that's still leaving voicemails is my fucking dad. Uh-huh. And every time he calls, it's like... It's probably the same setup, right? Always. Well, wait, Ryan, wait. Question, yeah. does, does he tell you what time it is? It's always, yeah, it's always like, <laughs> yes, Bri, it's dad. Yeah. I'm sure you probably didn't pick up on that by the fact that you saw dad self-calling and screened it. Anyways, it's dad, it's 11.45 a.m., oh wait, no, it's 11.46, just turned, so it just, literally just turned. 11.46 a.m., Tuesday morning, May 23rd. <laughs> I love um, the date. I agree with the date. I wanted to call and just say, uh, it call me back. Again, it's 11.46, probably, let's see, that's 14 away from the top of the hour. Noon, um, May Imagine 23rd. Imagine if you didn't live in this time zone. <laughs> You'd be like, well, uh, it's Central really... <laughs> time. So it's 10.46. And again. You're probably not up. You're at church. <laughs> Anyways, uh, give me a call. Uh, something bad's happened. Bye. <laughs> you're just like, what? And then you call and it's like, yeah. Um, do you know the login, the DirecTV login <laughs> for uh, the Roku? We're trying to get logged in to the DirecTV to be able to get to the HBO app on the Roku. And you're just like, dad. He, first of all, oh, guy. that fell apart when you said app. Your dad doesn't know that word. Yeah, he just started, <laughs> he, his head exploded. <laughs> you know, that voice message is on my phone, except for he described the golf game with your dad. Really? Did he describe any like holes in particular? And he's always like, Mike Haney was there. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if it makes you feel better, my dad does the exact same thing. Like, little tidbit of information. Play golf. Jay Mitch. Jay Mitch was there. Play golf with Mr. Mitchell. He, my dad's also, he starts that voicemail with his score. As if I give a fuck. 74. Yes. Wow. That's a nice score. That actually is really good. Uh, I will say to, uh, to build on Tells here. Tells me what he did on the front and the back line. Um, God, dad, I left the putt short on him. <laughs> brutal, Natalie. Mm. Really left one out Can there. you imagine me listening to that the, with the two kids fucking yeah, screaming? I've, I realized, I don't think this happens anymore, but like maybe three or four years ago it was big and I confirmed this with multiple people, with multiple dads. The dad text was very specific. It was like when texting was just coming out mm-hmm. and dads would text like a work email. And right, I, right, like right, I would get right, a text. Yeah. Or, it would be like Pat, yeah. comma. Yeah. Or Pat Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like a couple Hope sentences well. and then yeah, yeah, love dad at the end. Oh Pat, love. Hope you're having a great week, exclamation point. <laughs> and then gets into the body of it and then ends with yeah, regards. Um <laughs> Yeah, regards. <laughs> regards or thanks, comma, dad. I have something to say about the party in the in the beach. Oh. Okay. Can I just say the eagerness? And the, I, I won't venture to say athleticism, but, but just the, mm. 
the spiritness in which the girls were attempting to play whatever they were playing in the sand with football. the, with the jeans football. and this flip flop. That, that's sports football. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's football. <laughs> I know. I, I couldn't tell if it was like There was volleyball nets up, Pete. Right, right, right. So I wasn't sure what they were diving after. But let me just say that you don't do that sober. Oh, they're all, yeah, yeah all fucked up. I mean, let me, like, if you've got bell-bottom jeans on mm. and flip-flops on, mm. you're weighed down heavy in the sand. Mm. You're not trying to sprint fast through it. I mean, but these girls grew up in the sand. They're used to it. They've got double tank tops on, but nothing else <laughs> mm, on top it, here. I love that look, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Just so the... <laughs> what, what, what is your thought on I'm just girls saying, mixing it up with the, the football toss and with the fellas? First of all, as someone who mixed it up with the football toss, I don't hate it. You love it. I like it because, like, girls are more dimensional than just sitting around a bonfire talking. Yeah. I've got more to do. Bomb and deep. Toss a pigskin. Yeah. It's you. Let me just say, I can throw a spiral. I bet you can. <laughs> Quit bragging. Come yeah. On. I'm going to brag. <laughs> um, I will say, they, they do, like, in most of these scenes where they're partying, they're clearly drinking. Right. But they just, like, they, they never make it part of the plot of the show. If I'm about to, if I'm about to get my steps up, burn some cows, mm-hmm. I'm wearing shorts and either no shoes or gym shoes on the beach. I'm not trying to wear bell bottoms and flip flops. That that and that's light sand. So what, that's not like packed sand. Put yourself. Let's go back. Let's you know. Let's go back into a time machine and go back to our lives back in the day. Yeah. Summertime. That setup is unnecessary because I know that's what we're talking about this whole time. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> go ahead. Let's um, hear it. So, so summertime. Thinking back to when we were growing up. So, summertime. Are you going? Like you're out there. You're like I got to be jean skirt. Fuck no. What What Try were you again. rocking? What were you rocking? O two, o three range. I was a big fan of the white short. I was a big fan of a short that could double. After at Labor night Day, let's and hope. on the golf course. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to be able to. Just... So your your problem was like, hey, what's up, ladies? Why the pant? Why the long pants? Because I would have been going white shorts, so, one tank top, not two. No, I did. Anna and I agreed. We did do the two. Oh, tank really? Tops. Two, two. Yeah. Okay. We did do the two tank tops, which wasn't a good look for anyone. Because it maybe just I'm just looks. nostalgic when I see it because I feel like you're I see very it nostalgic. And it, I'm so nostalgic. <laughs> it just like brought. I think yeah, all these things bring me back. So whether it's a good no, or bad I, look, I it just takes double, me back. I did the double dang tuck. I did, but I did the white short. I, and I did I did do the bell bottom jeans quite a bit. Ever those were huge. I'm just trying to throw back. But if I but if I'm about to go somewhere where there might be sports being played, I'm not wearing a bell bottom jean. Question. Right. You want to get in there? Do you remember and the I'm exact moment bra. that you were wearing your bell-bottom jeans and you were out in public and you realized that they weren't cool anymore? Like, because clearly, nobody wears, wore a, them, like if somebody wore a flare ankle jean right now, yeah. it just, I haven't seen it Well, years. they're kind of coming back. But there's they always got to be, they're coming, they're oh, coming, they're coming back, back a little bit. They're but there's got to be that moment where like you're out in your flare jeans, you're going to see a movie or something, and then you realize, oh shit, they're out. 
I remember was when it like I, a slow wore, process? I wore them as a Halloween costume. That's when I knew they were out. Oh. It was like a year? 70s person? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was maybe in the, the junior in high school. Yeah. So you were ahead right. of the curve. No, no, you no. Saw that no, one no, no. Maybe a junior in college? You no, saw it we coming were... and you, you weren't caught out in public with flare jeans? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, skinny jeans didn't really latch on until I want to say, yeah, college. College, for sure. For us. So, like, 08, 09 range. Sure, sure. I believe. Yeah. Um, okay. To reiterate think... your point, by the way, those kids definitely were drinking, which is the only thing that would explain yeah. Stephen eating a hot dog with only ketchup on oh, it. Oh, are we going to say the thing that Stephen said to Lo? Uh, we at the can. barbecue? Yeah, we can. Sure. I mean, I didn't I feel know like if you were going to move I feel off like... the barbecue or not. No, no, go ahead. I feel like I you were pretty... to put that clip in? Yeah, when yeah, he was go like, ahead and put that in. hello, you're a high-maintenance little bitch. <laughs> Here's the clip. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, it's hot dogs. Do you want to make me one? Because I don't know how. No, you just put it over the fire. But I don't know how. how high-maintenance little bitch. Some poor man's going to marry you someday. You just put it on a little thing, Majid. Now I'll cook you here. So <laughs> there's nagging, which Ouch. is, hey, clearly tan person, yeah. I don't think you're tan enough. Yeah. And then there's this, which was so a little bit more than okay. outright insult. Yeah, it's okay. That was just kind here, of a jab, can I give a caveat? That's a good. That's a good point. I think I like the light, the nagging, honestly, just because I I look for anything in those interactions where I know someone's into someone, and right. then I just it's love it all. It's way more flirtatious. But yeah, it's exactly. It's all flirtatious, and I just love anything in the flirt stage. But yeah, I think we now like, realize that Natalie's not into flirting. Not yeah, we've realized that hard. <laughs> Natalie hates flirting. <laughs> Noted. Um, but. With low, now we're getting into just friends, and now we realize Stephen might just be a dick. I mean, that's rough. St- I mean, that is a rough. That's rough. That's rough. That's rough. It's tough. And then he later says, he doubles down and is like, <laughs> you're going to marry somebody who's going to have to do this. But like, almost as if you're going to have to marry someone who's going to have to take care of you because you are a worthless piece of shit. Right, after he calls her a bitch. And you know what's so tough for us, I think, with Steven, too, is it, you know, it's hard for us to vicarious live through him because, like, at least from an outsider looking in, he is so fucking hot and, like, such the guy. The, the, the guy that's. He's got a very cute smile, too. It's very warm. Oh, really? You, you find him. So? Well, because Lauren I came in. Yeah, Lauren so said she wasn't into him at all. She wouldn't even hook. She yeah. said she wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. I thought that was Trey. That's what she said about Trey. Well, she no, she Steven. said it for both, oh. but she was yeah definitely wouldn't touch Stephen. Because you talked his about the bag over bad. the head. With that was a Trey, yeah. yeah. But with Stephen, it was like she wasn't into his body. It's just like he's got a tiny, tiny, like skinny body. But face wise, you think he he's. It's just a vi- again. It's the childish. <laughs> You gotta stop bringing those, Natalie. You're also you're making us sound like we're like fifty years old. <laughs> Natalie, you're also grandfathered in. You're grandfathered in. Oh, you were sixteen when you were watching seventeen year old Stephen. So I'm it's not creepy. Cut out every time I say Natalie. Put yourself into the mind of seventeen and a half year old. Okay, so let what me... did I say? What did I say when I walked through the door? I'm so lean. On maternity leave, I'm a different, I'm a mom. Right. You're, yeah. I'm still on maternity leave. You you made us blondies. I made, I baked you guys shit today. 
I love that. Those were so good. I baked it, and it was warm out of the oven upon delivery. It was the warmest peanut butter snack. (laughs) There was no peanut butter in it. I made that clear. (laughs) What was it? Tasted like it. (laughs) God, what was in that? It's just a cookie. (laughs) I'm so bad with stuff. Everything. Can we? Can we say? Can we put you in that? We made Ben the the de facto like super dad on this pod. I know, he, and I can't have, be anything else. Than what should I we am say right you're now. the de facto super mom on this? Yeah, pod? Yeah, I mean these in my head. In my head, I'm really struggling with them not being little baby kids. In so my, are you putting yourself in the shoes? Because <clears throat> me and BD are pretty good at putting ourselves firmly into those shoes. When they're camping in Catalina, we're camping in Catalina. When yeah. they're on the beach having a bonfire, and we're seventeen. Yeah, we're having a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when yeah. Stevens yelling at Kristen on the bar, we're sitting like on the bar just watching. Like, yeah, like yeah, holy yeah. shit, look mm-hmm. at this. So, are you putting yourselves in Elsie's parents' shoes when they're saying goodbye to her at the airport? Yes, well, that's we'll exactly get to that. right. We'll get Pat, to that. that was beautifully said. Thank you. And yeah, that's, that's good. I wish I knew that going into this, just to know that that's that we had that third perspective. That's where I'm there. at, and I'm 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 deeply apologetic for it because Don't apologize. This, this, that's this is not the stage. theme of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no, we gotta get we gotta get all voices in here. Like we gotta we we again we the get season voices. of my life is not. I'm struggling. Because no struggles. Of, no struggles. Of, we want to get the voices of Elsie's parents. So I'm glad you brought that <laughs> you up. because This no. podcast has been full of me and BD talking about how hot <laughs> yeah. 17 and a half year old girls are. I mean, I'm sure the, yeah. I'm sure the listeners no, this, are sick no, of it by now. I love, I love it because we, I have so many clips at those end scenes where it, I do really want to get a perspective of like, fuck. Now you're putting yourself in the shoes of like, oh, the two little guys that I have running around, now I got to envision like what it's like when they go off to college and everything. Whereas Pat and I will just provide the perspective of like what two 17 year old idiots think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think let's get, let's get off of the bonfire though. Are you all good on the bonfire? You guys, was there anything else from the bonfire you had? I'm good. Um, let's just go to Kristen and Steven. Can we do that before we get to the parents saying goodbye to them in college? Yeah. 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 So I think we had a debate on this. Yeah. So the discrepancy of opinion was Natalie thought that they were just, ag- just agreeing to have it like an open relationship in college. And we thought they were just breaking up. Okay, so let's play a clip of that conversation. Here it is. Anything's gonna happen to us. Um I don't know. What would happen in your perfect world? Every time we come back we'd still be together. And you wouldn't hug up with any girls. <laughs> And I wouldn't hook up with any guys. Then don't hook up with any guys. Okay, then don't hook up with any girls. Yeah, but it's going to be so much easier for you. <laughs> easier for me? We're going to be all new girls, and I have no way of finding out about anything. If I hook up with someone, you'll find out about it within an hour. <laughs> and Standard Laguna. Yeah, and there's no one here I want to hook up with. So. Then you're over it. Okay, well, so are you. <laughs> so are you going to tell me? I don't, I don't know. Like, what are you going to say? What are we? Broken up? Or just like... No. Taking a break? Taking a break? See, I don't... Putting it on hold? <laughs> or... We're just... Together with Pat. an open relationship. I don't know. Okay. But don't be open a lot. <laughs> I don't want to... Don't, you don't be open. That's what sucks. 
So I always have to come up and visit all the time. I love that feeling when you like, not when you haven't seen somebody, but Do you like, get little butterflies in your stomach? Somebody that you like Aww. really actually like care about and like haven't seen for a while and then you get to see him again and like, I don't know, like that point, like that day when I know I'm going to see you, I'll probably be so nervous. Me too. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. I love you. So Okay, so Natalie, give your you kick it off. What's your perspective on this on this final conversation? There was no breakup. You think unclear, murky waters. They said they were breaking up when he goes off to college, but they they've built that up. Right. In fact, the pre in the previews or in the setup to this episode, she goes, "It's Dunzo. The this relationship's done." This episode Dunzo. was called Dunzo, right? Mm. But in that conversation, she's like, "Don't hook up with other girls." He's like, "Don't hook up with other guys," and she's like, "Well, you might. It's easier for you to hide a hookup, which I think is an interesting psychological thing about." her that it's not about like whether or not he's actually hooked up more that she won't ever find out about it because they he's in an atmosphere in which no one's has allegiance to her that would go back and call her san francisco state yeah <clears throat> you got it but they're agreeing not to hook up with anybody and then they end it with he says really quickly, I love you and she says I love you back and then they kiss. So you think Mick signals Steven First, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no breakup there in my head. Yeah, see, so, okay, so I agree with that. There was... There is a hookup. Let's table. <laughs> I want to get into that. I do want to get into that. Um, on the first point, it's like, to me, it's human nature kicking in. They decided, like, for whatever fucked out, you know, thing that they decided, they're like, okay, Steven goes to college. I'm going to still be here in high school. We should break up. This podcaster sitting here tried to make that happen. As you know, where one person goes off to college and one person is still back yeah. senior year in high school. And it's just so unrealistic that you can make that work because you're in completely different worlds. It doesn't work. Steven goes from being like the king of everything. He, he has an entire reality show built around him where he it's Steven Beach. And then he goes off to college where he is the lowest rung on the totem pole and the biggest fucking bitch in the school. And at that point, Kristen is now becoming, like, in her world, like, the king. So to try and make that work freshman, that one-year gap between freshman in college and senior year in high school, is it might as well be a 20-year gap. It's mm -hmm. huge. So I think what they did was they said, we're going to, pragmatically, we need to break up obviously. But then when you're a human being and you're sitting there and this is the person that you really care about and you're sitting there in front of a fucking sunset that the producers made you sit in front of on the top of your fucking Toyota, I think he's just like, I'm here with the person I care the most about and this is how I'm feeling in this moment. I'm not thinking about next year when all the power dynamics change. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I rambled for really long there. No, I'm, I'm not in a disagreement with you. I I'm feel, just saying it's not a breakup. Combat. I feel like on paper. Yeah, sorry, I don't even know if I if I <laughs> if I countered it or just went on a way different side tangent there. Should I just answer the breakup thing if they actually fuck? I got way too deep on that. I it tied my own I loved, shit. I love that. I tied my own it's, fucking shit ooh, to that. Ooh, ooh, I'm still buzzing off that. 
Fuck. I feel like they, on paper, it sounds good. We're going away to college. Let's break up. In reality, I think they, we don't see it because it happens off screen after the season ends. But I think they've just set themselves up for like a really messy, like, you know, Kristen gets with somebody, Steven hears about it, they get in a bunch of fights, and then it just happens. They like you did the they have thing. a bad breakup. No, you did the thing that everybody does. Yeah. And it's exactly what Brian was also saying, which is that in that moment you can't you can't cut it off. It's yeah, so you're still it's, so you're it's not still like it's not like they're gonna the hug, kiss. Kristen's gonna slap him in the, the mouth life. and then walk right. away, and they're gonna the break life. up. Let me just say. To all the kids, because <clears throat> I know I'm kids. Kids. Kids, listen to this. <laughs> to all the kids, fucking break up. Mm. Don't do the thing Don't that Stephen and Kristen did. Don't do Don't the do thing it, kids. because never works. Because exactly what Patrick said, it's just bringing in. You're setting yourself up for disaster. Yeah. October first semester. Yep. Oh my Maybe god. Maybe even September. Mm-hmm. Stevens at not the even. Not even. You can't get it to November. No, I don't believe it. No, you didn't. Well, in December, it, you and I had a conversation in which I made it to November. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I feel like, like yeah, she <laughs> checked out earlier. Even if they leave this, like that was a beautiful moment. Them watching the sunset, like fully in love, amicable. Like, whether or not they're together, whether or not they're breaking up, whether they're going to, like, I'm still going to talk to you, I can't mm-hmm. wait. He's talking about how nervous he was going to be the next time they saw each other. Yeah. Like, you can say all of that, and then eventually they're just leading themselves down the road to the inevitable, messy, actual breakup where they right. they have to just not like each other anymore right. for a while because of one person broke the other one's heart or both of them break each other's yeah. heart, and then they just have to separate. My my last thought on this is the last person that you want to enter this game with is a Kristen Capillary. Right, because she'll fucking torture Win. you. She is Tywin Lannister. She yeah, is. Oh, and yes. she will crush you if you're yes. Steven. And if you're trying to play is this Tywin game, or is she Cersei? Uh, Cer- Cersei. She's not as smart as Tywin. Yeah, she's Cersei. She just owns. She just is the mean bitch who owns. Yeah. Um. I'm trying, trying to think. Either way, you don't want to be Steven in this because no. he's he's going to play this whole thing where like, oh, it's cool, whatever. I'm going to meet a bunch of girls. You're going to meet some guys. We'll just, it just won't work. And mm-hmm. then she's going to crush him. Mm-hmm. She'll blow up the sept in his face. Yes, yeah, she certainly will. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a real deep question to ask you. Yeah, let's hear it. So let's go real macro. Your kids. I would say to me, at the end of the rainbow, it was a really positive experience that I went through. I'm sure Stephen would say the exact same thing. And Kristen, who's now with Jay Cutler, worth $53 million, would say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. They went through all that. So your advice would be break up, don't go through all that. But I would say going through that, you learn so much shit about like yourself and how you are in relationships and all that. To where it now sets you up in a much better position for the next thing. For me, the next thing was the person that I'm now married to. Mm-hmm. And so it was crushing. It was horrible, horrible, horrible decision. But I feel like for your kids, if they go through something like that, it's almost like build your immune system for the next great thing. Right. But when Voldemort and I broke up before college. Don't say his name. That was fucking weathering. 
It wasn't less weathering. Mm-hmm. It wasn't less difficult. So you took the you took the route that you're suggesting. You guys full Rip on broke up before you went off to college. Yeah, we knew we weren't gonna be together. And then what happens Thanksgiving break? <clears throat> we six. talked. We saw each other. We talked, but we weren't boyfriend girlfriend. So you think that that was. We did the whole... Did you guys kiss Thanksgiving 06? <laughs> did we hook up? <laughs> um, I don't think so, no. Harsh. No, what I'm saying is the experience that you're describing wasn't not had by Voldemort and I. There's different ways to have the experience. Exactly. To get that weathering the storm, yeah. to get build up your immune system. There's multiple ways to the go. The way that I wanted him after breaking up with him was more than it, I would have wanted him if... That? Love that. That's the advice that for was the nice. kids. That was the nugget. That was the nugget we That's the nugget. Into. Yeah, if you're See, telling me, do break up because actually, kids, kids, what that does <laughs> is it just makes you want him more because you can't have him. I love that. That's so true. It was very true in our case. Love it. I love it. <laughs> kids, that's how you keep kids, the passion alive. God. That's healthy debate, kids. That's healthy debate that really gets you to where you need to be. You've got a, you've got a, I want to say a thistle. I was gonna say some. I, you've got a lot to navigate through in that conversation. You cut it off. Yeah, it's gonna be one you of really the hardest editing jobs. I think we're gonna have to record for like three hours so I can get like an okay. hour of just like really good stuff. No. I don't envy that. No, I. Quick side tangent. These conversations. Are gonna are interesting to go back and listen to because I'm gonna be so embarrassed. <clears throat> you won't be embarrassed. It's like trying to figure out. I feel like going back and forth is really productive and like really interesting. <clears throat> but it's like how do you whittle that down to where you get? You'll see yeah. in like arguments. I've probably done it already a million times in this pod where like I have a point. But I say the same thing 10 different ways, like 10 different times for the same one point. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the hard part about editing, like, back and forth down is, like, all right, what are the nine fucking shit I can take out and just keep the one that gets the same point that the other 20 minutes of random. Is that editing you do on you and zero times on Pat? It's usually just on me. <laughs> Pat just says one point and he's done. I say it ten different ways. I just think I just I just I I have the luxury was why I love Pod McVD. I have the luxury to sit and collect my thoughts as he's rambling. And then I just get to make my point once and then he has to do all the editing work. There have been no less than three times where P's taken what you've said and reframed it. It's a synthesis. Get all the laughs. Get all the laughs. No laughs. I just say it louder All and right. like with more emphasis. Let's just say he, he, you gave him value. <laughs> I said in the past. Okay, let's get into the next thing. So, big learning for me this episode was that Natalie, you do have a strong feeling for dads. I do. A couple times. One, um, <laughs> you saw Steven's dad, he was wearing a necktie. <laughs> And you liked that. <laughs> you said something about 04 dads. Like getting, oh my God, that. Yeah. 
Well, he's going to say goodbye to... The tie hung low. Uh-huh. The tie hung a little bit low. Baggy, Pass, baggy shirt. Baggy shirt. Past the belt buckle. Past the butt belt belt buckle and then he also had his cell phone on his hip oh god yeah, yeah. and slow the down. way slow down i know <laughs> slower i know when you say it i know <laughs> and he didn't even have his like cuffs you know turned up it was like he had just gotten home so and this is in i mind my mind is blown on this because i see a dude like that and i'm like dude you're coming off of work you didn't even undo the top button you didn't even untuck the shirt like slightly on the side and your necktie is still tied like all the way up to your neck. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. If I'm a, I'd like a guy who's like letting it down a little bit after it worked out. That man just spent a day providing for his family. Right. And then he got home and went back to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, he never stops working. Mm-hmm. Another key learning for me this episode is that Natalie just loves someone in charge. Like Kristen Cavalieri yeah. now owning. Yeah. You love that. Yeah. A dad who never gets out of his work attire. <laughs> so, yeah. like, when... Dad, when, it's 9 p.m. I mean, Why do you still have your I cell phone? I take him out of, that, out of that necktie. Let me, let me ask you, when, when, when he who shall not be named comes home from a long day of work and yeah. he's, like, untucked his shirt a little bit, are you, like, severely turned off? Yeah. I'm like, you don't have time to untuck that shirt because I'm handing him a child. Yeah. Like, what's up, bitch? I'm like, here, take this, take this child. I've been slaving here all day. I've been slaving all day. So while I'm on maternity leave. Like ideally, I'm not, I'm what could he do? Too. You know, advice for Pipes and I, you know, future dads over here. Yeah. Um, when we come home from a long day of work, should we just like immediately start cutting the grass? <laughs> no, <laughs> In our <exactly>. khakis? <laughs> yeah. In your necktie. <laughs> yeah. Keep everything fully tucked in. Um, no, I, I don't know. Maybe I have a Bluetooth in, be doing a work call while we're cutting the grass? No. When we pull in? Don't fucking bring work home, BD. Well, I'm now confused. <laughs> <laughs> do you want work being brought home? Or no, you... I want, he keeps working at home. He's too busy at home helping with dinner and helping Stephen oh, pack. He, he transitions to even work. On, he's not, he right. doesn't even have a chance to. Natalie is, is tightening a tie or untightening, untightening a tie. the yeah. tie. Okay, so he stays in work mode, but he transitions from business mode yes, to exactly. dad work yes, mode. Yes, sorry, I wasn't clear about no, that. No, I like that. Yes. No, yes. I like that. That's good advice for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, other dad you loved, Elsie's dad. Oh, Heartbreaker. So sweet. Yeah. I really, well, I loved the, we talked about being a little fully buttoned up. But he had on a shirt that was unbuttoned. He's rich as fuck. He keeps it real casual. And that was a power move to me, along with the all-black ensemble. Mm. And the way that he and Elsie's mom embraced after, like the oh, two of Oh, yeah, them, that was a touching moment. That, to me, I... Let's I play really... a song. Let's play a song. Okay. I don't know the name of this song. I'm going to find it. We're going to play a song while you're describing this. This is the scene where... Elsie mm-hmm. is leaving her family forever yeah. to go off to San Francisco. You know that's the case. <laughs> There's a test you passed. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, go ahead. Describe it. So she walks away. They both embraced her a little bit crying. She's walked away. She's going into security. They turn to each other. It's just them. It's 
they know what the other is feeling mm. in a way that nobody else does. So true. And no words need to be spoken. Eye contact is made. Comfort is essentially laid down and in in an embrace connected them and I, I can't even describe because they just they just know what the other is thinking and at a cellular level. Mm. When you say goodbye to your child, that the way that they yeah. did that, I was just like I You're pictured me in Baltimore. <laughs> I pictured me in Baltimore. Call me Bellatrix because I am in it. It was yeah. like a it was a heartwarming moment and it now listening to your perspective because you were obviously thinking about your kids mm-hmm. and you being that parent in that context yeah mm-hmm. it was one of those we were all wrapped up in the relationship moment with like steven and Kristen. like yes. what's it like breaking up before college like look at they're in love like beginning of their life this is so sad i have to leave each other that was a relationship where you've been through your whole lives together mm-hmm. you raised a girl who's going to be a millionaire one of these days together into a woman into a woman you raised yeah, her right back up. to the crossroads clip and then <laughs> she leaves through that tsa checkpoint and you guys just hug each other mm-hmm. and that was the relationship moment that you picked up on yeah which nice that was touching to me i gotta say i have such a weakness for tough dads or like you know dudes. having the chin move just it's seeing a tough dad go. Dudes fighting They're back tears. Lip quiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know why for me it's like the biggest thing of like, it's a guy, it's someone, so I don't even know if it's necessarily a guy, but it's someone who doesn't show their emotion, like fighting back tears and getting choked up gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, fuck, he would give anything to not be showing this emotion right now and you just can't physically help it. The emotion's so powerful. It's so powerful. It's fighting. It's it's outwinning it. That was Elsie's dad for me. Because he was like... So I didn't have all the same... I couldn't empathize because I don't have any kids yet. But I could... Just that scene watching him fight back tears when he's like, fucking the cameras are here. Yeah. Fucking worst moment of my life. Like, God damn it. And this is my oldest child like going off. Like, Emotions was, get powerful when you have... People come out of your loins. Mm. Sage (laughs) words. (laughs) We will never know what that's like, but we can definitely take your word. Well, not out of. Well, oh, loins. Like, I guess, yeah. You get it too. Well, loins. Yeah, we have loins. You got loins. Yeah. I got a couple loins. (laughs) (laughs) Loins isn't a purely female word. I think I just confused it with vagina. To be completely honest. (laughs) <laughs> okay. We need to read more of the books I'm reading. <laughs> we are reading the same books right <laughs> That's now. That's true. A lot of loin talk. Um, okay. By the way, co- real last quick thing on that college drop off stories. Yeah. I got one. Do you guys have one with the parents like yeah. that? <sighs> I'm trying to think. I. Okay, Pat's I... a no. Natalie, do you have one? <laughs> you have a story with your parents dropping you off? You don't. Like, it vividly... wasn't a story. I do. I vividly remember it. They, uh, they dropped me off remember. at Wright Ferguson dorms at Indiana University. Were there tears shed? Um, I'm sure your mom a, got a little. I think there was a couple tears. I think it. Would, they saved it until they were in the car together and had yeah. like a Elsie's parents moment. Yeah. And because it, yeah, I think it was more. Was your sister with you guys? I don't think no, so. I think it was one of those days where, like, in the dorm and with the moving, and there's all the it's other college busy. kids, 
and my roommate was like moving in. It was just like there was stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So we just had a hug. Mm-hmm. And then they left, and I think in the car, maybe that's one that. And that's classic dude, uh, like, dad deflection of, like, my dad did this at my sister's wedding where um, I could just tell he was focusing on all the details so he didn't have to, like, focus on the emotion of his first, like, oldest daughter getting married. Yeah. So he's just going way too balls deep into, like, the, what's that caterer on the fucking lawn? <laughs> he parked the car in the lawn and, and just, like, no, he didn't, Dad. Like, it was just, like, it was clear he was diverting all of his attention so he didn't have to, like, focus on what was really going on, which is, like, I really want to just sit back and cry right now. Yeah. I'll I tell you what, mine was, for me personally, it was definitely delayed onset sadness. Like, I was really just excited to be at college and, like, just have my right. own place. And for the first, like, couple of days, maybe even week, it was just the most amazing feeling I maybe called my parents like once or twice, like, yeah, 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 it's awesome. And then probably a month and a half in, I like almost wanted to come home. Yeah. I was just like, I'm never going to see my parents again. This, like it just started to hit me (laughs) really hard and I, I, I got really homesick. Yeah. But it was very much delayed. I had, I had the LC parent moment. My dad cried. My mom cried. Did you get on, you didn't get on a plane, right? No, we drove to Milwaukee together. Yeah. And then eight hours, seven yep, hours about, or so. about that. And they, um, we had like the moment where they were standing outside the dorm and they hugged me and we were all crying. And then the next morning they stayed the night in Chicago. And the next morning I called them and I said, you have to come up to Milwaukee and come Tomorrow. get me. <laughs> I just cute. <laughs> God damn. So now, big learning. Uh, Natalie just starts uncontrollably vomiting whenever she's sad. So it's ever like, hey, I need to go on a diet. I should just get really sad. (laughs) That night, so I didn't know anybody at Marquette. I brought with me... Dwayne Wade. Besides Dwayne. (laughs) Besides Dwayne. Dwayne. Him and I got along fine. Diener, Travis Diener. Yeah. Those two guys you were tight with outside of that. Diener and I weren't. We didn't buy right away, but... But you and Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I brought up with me in all my clothes, my parents didn't know this, because I didn't know anybody. I was like, I have to be the one with the alcohol. So I had two handles of vodka. By your oh, friends. Oh, nice. And so I... Exactly. Dwayne. I, I was like... Kamchaka. I know how to party. <laughs> so come into my room and we'll drink. So anyways, I took like couple poles, which I had learned that phrase that night. I'd never heard oh, that poles. before. Yes. And... Did you act like you'd been saying it your whole fuck life? Fuck yes. Yeah. Yes. That was in my... You idiots want some poles? Lexicon. Poles. Immediately. I was like, you don't have to tell me twice. This is what we're calling it. So I did that nonstop that night. I remember... I remember I did that girl fall where she kind of tips over, but she holds her drink up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen where, like, a girl stumbles and falls, but, like, saves her drink? Was it a heel situation? No. I was wearing flats. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen this? I think so. Well, she, I, like, yeah, I think if I saw it. falls backwards, but just, like, makes sure to, like, I just. It First was the priority, whole, right here. It was the whole, the whole world was just tipping over. That's so, how drunk I was. Right, but your drink was So I got enough. back to my dorm, puked over the thing, called my mom and dad at 6 in the morning, sobbing, 
in the bathroom of the girls' dorm cleaning up the rug that they had just bought me at Bed Bath & Beyond the day before. Right. And said, this isn't for me. I'm out. <laughs> and my dad goes, you're on your own. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Smell you later. Yeah, see ya. We're done. We're and partying that was, without you. That was the first brick that I lay. Yeah. Of many. <laughs> That built to the woman I am today. Oh, I did. I mean, did, <laughs> did, the, did the handles of vodka go over well with your new friends? Um, yeah, they buy yeah, you friends. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, actually, in that first dorm, I'm really good friends with eight of like the fourteen girls on my side. Right. So, were when you, when were you really happy in '06 when Dwayne Wade first, you know, your really good friend from that year, finally won a championship? Well, Dwayne and I were really excited about the championship win. <laughs> right. And his first NBA win, and you guys were tight. Yeah. What's so we Diener up to? <laughs> I mean, just being a family man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine was, mine was, uh, I didn't, it was a drive up to IU. I didn't have any emotion the whole time. I, my, I, I could tell my mom kept, like, Trying to draw it front. out of you. I, I have a no. <laughs> yeah. She just was solemn. You sad? She didn't. You sad? What's that? You That's sad? what I would do as a mom. I'm gonna be a, the worst. I'm just gonna keep asking my kid, like, how you feeling now? Bitch. What's going through your head? Yeah, I, I remember my mom kept. She kept breaking down, and then um, I wasn't feeling it at all, and it didn't hit me at all. Um, not when they were moving me in. Nothing. 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 And then it was all like when they were done moving me in. And so now you can no longer focus on like all the exterior Mm -hmm. tertiary stuff of like, is your TV set up and all that. Um, And when we were standing out there, my dad started having that lip quiver on like the final goodbye. Like, okay, we're going to go make the two hour drive home. And now you're on your own, our oldest kid. And it was that seeing that like lip quiver, and then my mom just completely stopped trying to hide it. And when I was hugging her, then, like, I just, like, started bawling. Like, crying. Felt like such a little bitch. Uh, horrible. And then that that was, for whatever reason, that was when it totally hit me. And then I go up, and Dan was in the dorm, and his parents had already left. And I go up there, and I'm like... First, I stopped in the bathroom to, like, look at myself, because it, was, it wasn't, like, the cool crying, like, one tear coming down. It was, like, the, wow, it looks like someone cry. just died. Yep. And uh, I tried to get it together, but it takes a while for Did that you shit. you splash a little water on your yeah, face? Yeah, splash a little water. I go back in the dorm, and Dan, Dan, who I didn't even know totally well at that time, he's like, you all right, dude? I'm like... Totally good, dude. Totally good over here. I mean, what's up? Let's you good? Let's beer. You good, dude? Let's butt chug this Camp Chaka, man. Uh-uh. You bring the pulls? <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, anyways. Was um, Dan crying? No. I'm sure he was. He probably did earlier. <laughs> I've seen Dan. I'm um, just joking. Okay, should we end it with Levine? Yeah. Adam Levine. Cue it. Sure. Beauty queen of... She will be loved by Maroon 5. Dude, I love this song. I would say this this song playing in this scene, what do you think is the most iconic scene to come out of Laguna Beach? Do you think it's the Steven and Cabo 
we've uh, you know we've beat it into the ground with the the slut shaming, or do you think this song and this scene with Stephen waiting for her with the San Francisco airport sticks out in my head as like iconic moments from Laguna Beach when I think back. I would say, like watching it back, it was easily the most iconic. But this might just be me having a poor memory. I didn't remember that, so I was really surprised and excited when he was out there waiting for it. It was like I had watched it for the first time. Felt and good. Felt really good. Especially when she gave the half smile. Yeah, she gave a half smile. Honestly, it I insane. Almost. We rewinded. <laughs> we rewinded because. So Elsie gives this like half smile, which to me she is just I know you don't like her, but she is the well BD again. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's no hate you. on my end towards any woman. Yeah. What about sure. really evil women? Sure, sure. Like throughout history. Like who? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Like killers? Sure. God. Yeah. Hate them. Well, like girl God, from Monster? There's women who drown their kids and stuff. Charlize Theron. Oh, but they probably were suffering from some sort of... Bad kids? No. AIDS. AIDS. No! AIDS. We got it. We got it. AIDS. Sorry, we... we Postpartum depression. Sorry, we got it. We got it. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Same exact page. I do want to bring up the fact, and I don't know if you noticed this, PD. While Levine was singing, yeah, he says, "I'm Look, sweaty." So sweaty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm distracted. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. He says. He, <laughs> he says. Uh, shit, that's that's reminding me. We once proposed you with a serious question because you were freaking out about how hot Adam Levine was. And we also know that you have a big man crush on Jeff from... Big Brother. Big Brother. And it was a day you just wouldn't stop talking about how hot Adam Levine was. So he said, honestly, straight up question, who would you rather give head to? <laughs> who would you rather give head to? This is what he said. He looked at us dead serious and he's just like, Probably Jeff because Adam Levine's be like all sweaty and stuff from dancing oh, his on balls stage. Would be sweaty. Yeah, I mean, mm. try and deal with that. He doesn't have to come right off stage for you to give head to him. Oh. He could do it in BD's fantasy. He, he was watching him. That's why BD was in the stands watching him like do a concert, and then he just decided oh, yeah, a little so too sweaty. Like, okay. Anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate your. Which I stand by that. I totally stand by. That it. was a good take. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed this while Levine, sweaty or not sweaty, who knows, when he says, look for the girl with the broken smile, right oh, as he was saying I that, didn't catch right that. as he was saying that is when wow. LC did her half smile that wow. drove you nuts. God, dude. Mm. Well, I don't mean to rain on your guys' grade, but the most iconic scene is the Dunzo scene with the car. And oh, with Kristen yes. saying this car is done. So yes, is that when she breaks down? Yes, that is <laughs> yeah, the scene that's, that's replayed. <laughs> that's not, we did not, play that. I feel good that we played scene. that. 
We played that scene. Yeah, we spent was, about 10, 20 minutes on that, I she think. She bitched at I the cop, which was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. funny. I think that was Ben's, or Voldemort's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, the, the only other thing I want to say about that final scene is how fucking produced... I don't... I know, again, not to rain on our own parade, but how producer-driven was that? Steven showing up... Like, it's clear, as we have talked about on this podcast, where... He's still in love with Kristen. He's dating her. They're yeah. full on dating. Yeah. But the producers know that they've created this whole imaginary love triangle between Stephen, Elsie, and Kristen. And it's like... Yeah, let, let's just put it this way. The producers were not surprised when they were following Elsie out of the airport with a camera and Stephen was there. No, it was so set up. It was a big time set. Now just watching it back, I'm kind of like... His real relationship was with Kristen. And I, I don't like that they dumbed it down or patronized the viewers by having him show up in that truck, picking her up like, oh, now he's off to college. He's going to hook up with LC and they're going to date. Sorry, Kristen. Because that was so not the case. I guarantee they never hooked up in college. They needed to rem- keep the triangle alive. I know. that. I know. I know for the show they had to do it. That's why I just said... Would you rather watch so producer? Would driven. you rather watch a show with no drama? No. Sounds like it. you're coming off I mean, as a guy who doesn't like drama. No, I do. I love it. <laughs> so, I love it. It's a give and take relationship. You got. You just got to know that some of that stuff might be a little forced or staged. Pat, as we've talked about, we may point out like the miscues on these shows. That's true. That's true. But we're part know. of the team. We're only like saying like how the team can improve. Mm-hmm. Not to say we don't love the fucking team. Love this show. You don't want. The fourth wall to be torn down. Not right now. You don't want you don't want to see behind. No, I don't. The curtain. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. You know what's behind it. You suspect what's behind it. Yeah. But you want it up. Yeah, I want it very much up. Give me that <laughs> sausage. Don't show me how it's made. <laughs> Pat, your MVP this week. This one's easy. Steven. <laughs> Ended on a Steven MVP. It's Steven. So, I know we have Natalie on this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I did, like, my, the Night King my... thing. <laughs> Steven! <laughs> so, we decided during this episode that this show could have been called Steven Beach. Yep. <laughs> I know Natalie, he was a little harsh with Low. Mm-hmm. Probably playing a little too rough. Yeah. We don't like that here on this podcast studio. <laughs> but the fact remains, there was a seven minute long sunset sitting on top of a car scene with Steven and Kristen that is just pretty pretty epic. Your takeaway was Steven was the winner of that conversation? You think no, 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 no. Was? nobody won that conversation. When we do this MVP see on the podcast here down like <laughs> <laughs> Do you live vicariously through the character? Wait, uh, no. you think <laughs> when we won that no when we when we you just talked about it before, but go on. When we evaluate an MVP. So it's not like, it's not who came off the best. Sometimes it is. It's not like who did the coolest thing. It's like who was responsible for the most drama or the most like plot development in the uh-huh. show. Like who, who was the meat of the show? Who drove, who drove it? Yeah. Who's the driver? Who pushed the ball down the field? MVP. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. And this one is Steven. Partly because of that sunset scene and us just getting to see the, uh, like, I guess, I wouldn't say a different side of Steven, but him 
fully human side. It was the real yeah. side. It was like the I'm all pragmatic. Him thoughts. saying goodbye to the coworkers who hated him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like was, he was so comfortable at by this time of being on camera that he was fully willing to have his sweet nothings because that's all that scene was. Those mm-hmm. two whispering sweet nothings. <clears throat> yeah, broadcast to the world. Like that is my nightmare. <laughs> I think I would freeze up and it would just be a scene of me with like my arm around you know my girl and it would just be the silent scene where I'd be too nervous to to say anything you know? he fucking delivered he delivered he fucking delivered sweet nothings yeah anyways Patrick just watching you are you does it make you nervous in your stomach <laughs> just thinking about that you're imagining dating Pat no I'm imagining watching that conversation between him and Whitney and me just going like if there's a so ca- you're throwing up in the side because you're nervous, and Pat's throwing up on top of if that. If there's Toyota. a camera in front of me and Whitney, I think neither of us would say a single word. Like she's probably worse than I am in terms of like a stage fright situation. So Stephen like delivered. Stephen delivered. Brought the wood. Not to mention the very last scene, which we were talking about. Maroon 5's playing She Will Be Loved. Cue it up one more time, please, BD. Okay. Elsie walks out, main character of the show. She's freaking out. She just said goodbye to her parents. They're sad. She's just like, oh my god, what am I? What mistake am I getting myself into? I'm super nervous. I want to be alone in this city. I have no idea what to do. I don't even know the Hills reboot is happening Don't even know that's happening. She walks out of the airport door. Who's sitting there leaning up against his white... Toyota Tacoma. Night in shining armor. Her best friend. Night in shining armor. Her... That's what happens when you give me two roses. Natalie's got two roses. Love that, Pat. Love that. Thank you. MVP, Steven. Thank you. MVP, Steven. So, Natalie, thank you so much for being on tonight. Cue your music. Kids, you tuck in. Thanks, Natalie. Appreciate it. Kids, tuck on in. You sleep tight. Have a real good night's sleep. Kids and Pat, clear eyes. Full hearts. Do us, kids. <laughs> Do us. Follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You know you found us when you see a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.